you're listening to The Tech Box. Hello everyone, this is uh, Tech Box and this is issue 23, I think, episode 23 I should say. Um, it's Rich Fletcher and Andy Hagen again, I'm afraid. I've no idea what you guys have done to deserve this, but one back-to-back um, with myself and Andy, and um, we've got a few questions that we're going to pose to each other today, but I wanted to start off um, with a quick shout out to our friend, our mutual friend, Nick. Um, you probably know him better as Ratcat, which is uh, a catchphrase of um, of Kev's, but most of you who are listening to this probably know who uh, who Nick is. Uh, Nick's been um, having a few health issues recently, and um, we'd like to remind you, if um, if that's okay, that it would be really great if you could donate a little bit to him just to to help him get through um, a difficult time, really, and to make sure that his um, his family, as well as him, um, are coping as well as they can do in a really really tough time. Um, and we we all, you know, not many of us met Nick, I don't think, but he's a big part of our community. And and his his voice has been there um, throughout well throughout all kinds of different uh, ups and downs with tech. So uh, it'd be great if we could support him um, just a little bit more. Um, so yeah, if you can dig deep, that would be great. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's nice to put that out there to to, to help our friend Nick out. Um, he's obviously going through a very very tough time with uh, with everything that's going on. And uh, not being able to work is obviously having an impact on household finances and even even 10 quid here and there, you know, it's, it's going to help him, you know, uh, with his daughters and his wife and, you know, various, we all know about the various household bills that, that come in and I'm sure that uh, that every little bit would, uh, would help. Um, just to say that uh, I met Nick at one of those Stoke and Church pub meets uh, a few years ago and... Um, he was just the, the the nicest, warmest person you could ever want to meet. You know, he was sitting outside the pub. I arrived a little bit later than everybody else. And uh, Grandpa Yates was there and a few others. And uh, I was going around the table shaking hands. And there was just the one the one chap I hadn't sort of met before. And at first I didn't know who he, who he was because his, his avatar on his Twitter page, um, I think he's updated it now, but it used to be one of him when he must have been about 19 or something. And it was quite young. And then I... And then I kind of put two and two together and I, and I went, Nick, like that. And he immediately stood up and gave me a big old bear hug. And then um, we continued to talk about iPhones and uh, and Windows phone and stuff like that. But yeah, lo- lovely chap. He needs he needs a bit of help. And um, hopefully we can all we can all help him out with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be certainly uh, very grateful if um, if we could do that. Um, I know a lot of you have already um, have already put your hand in your pocket for Nick, but if you could just do um, a bit more, then that would be absolutely fantastic. He's, uh, he's a really, really great bloke and he does deserve it. Um, right, so shall we get on with the show then, Nick? What do you think? Um, oh, Nick, sorry. Shall we get on <laughs> we've, with we've the got, show? We've got Nick on the mind. Nick, Nick's on our mind. To- to be quite honest, if I ever did do a show with Nick, it'd be really boring because pretty much everything that he ever used to say about iOS and how he used it and how he used his Mac and everything else was exactly the same as I thought. You know, he would come out with these profound comments on on the TTUK um, podcast, and I think that's exactly what I think. You know, he, he was really, you know, we, we had our, our opinions on it were, were very, uh, very much the same. But you no, know, Andy, let's. Um, what, what should we kick off with? You were talking to me a little bit before we started recording about um, about gadgets. Yeah, and uh, I um, 
still quite enjoying my my S9 Plus, but um, with a, a holiday coming up, my brain has been in overdrive as to what to take with me. And I um, think back to those those pictures you see on on Twitter and on on Google Plus when various uh, reporters or journalists or bloggers are going off to say something like MWC, and they always take a picture of all their stuff laid out very, very neatly in all straight lines of, you know, three laptops, ten phones, and all this kind of stuff. And I think, what, what, do you really need all of that just for, you know, a couple of days down in Barcelona? But I'm sure they do. For me, it's going to be about a month in Australia, so my for my mind it's less about how many how many phones can I pack in my bag but more about do I have enough power do I have enough battery with me when I'm on walkabout in the outback trying to not get eaten by a monster uh do I have enough memory in my in my phone for all the pictures I'm going to take and then I start thinking about backups so I th- start thinking about well, what if my S9 gets eaten by a croc then what am I going to have as a backup so you're probably going to scream at me because it's a terrible choice, but my backup is going to be a Lumia 950XL. <laughs> and the reason, the reason is, it's, it, it's such a terrible, today in 2018, it's such a terrible phone for using every day because everything takes an age to open. It's very slow. It's very clunky. It hasn't crashed on me yet and it hasn't kind of frozen or restarted by itself, but... I think the one thing that the that that Lumia does still do fairly well is take a decent photo. And to be honest with you, when I'm on holiday, and especially with this one coming up, I I have no idea what signal is going to be like when I'm, you know, in Darwin and in Melbourne and in Sydney and in Alice Springs, all the all the rest of it. <clears throat> so it's probably going to be in airplane mode the whole time. And if it's in airplane mode then it's just it's just a nice compact camera that I can then connect to, to Wi-Fi the hotel room and upload some pictures or, you know, check in on stuff. Um, but I am actually hoping that I don't have to use it very much because I am I'm becoming more and more impressed with the camera chops of the S9 Plus. The more I use it, the more I'm kind of glad I didn't get rid of it earlier on and then I'm keeping That's interesting. it. Yeah, it's... Um, it has its moments. It definitely, it definitely has its moments, and it's that telephoto lens that lets me down more often than not. Um, but yeah. apart from that, it's it's very fast, it's very fluid, and it, it's it's lovely to look at. Really, you know, it's it's a nice looking device. Hmm. Well, certainly they always are. I mean, look at the screen on it; it's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Are you talking about using the um, the Windows Phone as a backup, though, or are you using that exclusively? Definitely as a backup. And if right, if okay. worse came to worst, and, you know, like I say, a kangaroo kicked my S9 Plus out of my hand and it smashed to bits, then even though the Lumia isn't very good at doing everything else, it can do it. Um, you know, I was on a, a conference last week and I took it with me. Just as the, it was the only phone in my bag, which was kind of risky. But it did everything that I needed it to do, which is a phrase we hear a lot when we're talking about phones. It's... This is an absolute piece of rubbish, but it does everything I need it to do. And it does yeah. email, it does text, it does Facebook. It just doesn't do everything very well. And I, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, Rich, I don't even know if it ever did. You know, Windows Phone users used to wear these rose-tinted glasses and we used to think everything was absolutely fine, when really it probably wasn't. But it, it does it does work. 
Well, the interesting thing is how are you basically just going to keep all the images you've stored on an SD card and then upload them when you yeah. get back, or or does it do any syncing on device? If you get back to the hotel and there's Wi-Fi, will it will it sync? Well, is that is that device still capable of doing that? Oh my is god, it- that's going to cause some real problems for me and it's saying that (laughs) um yes it's a good question and you know when i when i'm when i was using the lumia 950 xl last week i was quite quite surprised at what does still work quite well and one of the things that seems to just tick along nicely is the onedrive automatic uh, backup as soon as you're as soon as you hit wi-fi because i have mine set just to upload on wi-fi um so yeah any any picture you take will once you're in wi-fi zone it will just automatically go up go up to your OneDrive. but i have i have that switched off because i've got a um a 64 gig micro sd card in there everything will just go to the micro sd card and then the plan which what it was uh the same last time i used it was when i get, get home to go old school pull the sd card out plop it into a laptop and start messing around with the pictures on there and uploading them if, if I need to on there. Actually, what I was do also doing um, when I when I finally got home was I actually, again, slightly old school, I Bluetoothed a few pictures over from the Lumia to my S9 Plus so that I could then kind of enhance those pictures in Snapseed because the photo editor... I think it used to be called Nokia Creative Suite, and I'm sure it's probably called something like Lumia Creative Suite now. Is pretty basic and not very, not very much fun to use because every every time you tweak a photo in that, the it, it's not what you want. It's either too much saturation or way too much contrast. And I suppose back in the day, people thought, oh, this is kind of an interesting, vivid picture. But these days, it just looks very artificial and overly processed. So I don't. I don't mm. use that. Um, yeah, I think what I would do in your case is I'd, I'd have the, I'd have it there in the bag, charged, ready to go. But to to coin a phrase, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could do that that they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> yeah, so a, do you really? That you know, fits do well. You really want to? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it does work, like you say, and it can do these things and all that. But you know, if you're looking for reliability and you only get one crack at these memories that you're going to be creating um you know you i'd say your s9 plus has got to be your your first thing that you reach for in your bag yeah um i'm I'm presuming that's what you're going to do and then you're going to put it on airplane mode and then sort of you're going to at at the evening time you're going to try and back that up you know if you've got some wi-fi something like that i'm presuming that's certainly the way to go i would have said yeah Yeah, that that's that that is the plan i've left myself in a bit of a a slight quandary, and I'm, so, I'm sure you've been in it before, and others listening to this have been in it before. Where there are some point, I know Richard Yates is absolutely one of these people where you suddenly stop and look and go, "Why do I have 16 phones in front of me?" And then yeah. you sell them, and then you suddenly go, "Oh, I've just got one." <laughs> yeah. So now I've just got this S9 Plus, and my backups are pretty lame because I've got the the Lumia 950XL. And there's somewhere in a cupboard, there's a, a Nokia E7, which is absolutely terrible for everything I want it to do. Um, yeah. Well, I'm kind of the opposite, to be honest. I'm not a big phone hoarder. I like to, I like to get something and then really stick with it. So I've got the the Pixel Two, and I've also got an iPhone SE that I have just for to keep the backup alive of 
the you know the iOS version that I had. So all my messages and things like that are on there for if I you know if I need to use it or if I need to refer to anything. Um, and I've also got a Wiley Fox dual SIM thing that I just thought well, I'll keep it just for a backup if anything happens to the Pixel I can just stick a SIM card in that and use it for the, for the time being. But I never get into a situation where I've got loads of phones or loads of anything. I just that kind of situation makes me. Um, gets me a little bit antsy, and I I tend to just have a bit of a purge and sell loads of stuff. Um, so I, I don't find myself with drawers full of phones, to be honest, because it just detracts from the one that I'm using, in my opinion. I'm not, you know, whilst I am a, a fan of the technology, I'm not a fan of collecting the phones too much. I like to know that if I buy one, it does everything that I want it to do, and I'll stick with it as best I can. Um, but I know, I know. Mr. Yates does, um, he has quite a collection, but the way he justifies it is fine. He has many different, you know, interests and things like that. So he'll get a couple of phones for photography. He'll get a phone for that will suit his business more. He'll get a phone just to play with it because it's different and it's maybe a, a backed phone or something like that, um, you know, because he's an enthusiast. But, um, you know, for me, I, I, I'm not really, I, I tend to just have one. And, and then a, and a backup just for just in case but um yeah I'm, I'm happy with what i've got at the moment but uh, we probably shouldn't talk too much about that just yet until i go into my main my main findings um so yeah i think i think you're doing the right thing with regards to holiday take some good batteries with you that's going to be the biggest thing but if your phone's on airplane mode it shouldn't be too bad um but you know that viewfinder does take up quite a bit of battery doesn't it yeah and i'm assuming it's going to be very sunny outside so it's going to have to be on on brightness but like you say i've got quite a few power banks that i can uh, that I can that i can take along i've got one good one um it's one of those ones it looks a bit like a an external hard drive and it's a it's not very heavy but the nice thing about it it has two usb ports so if we're on some tour bus or something then both uh, the misses and I can charge our phones at the same time, which is which is quite nice. Going back yeah. to what you were saying about drawers full of phones, <laughs> that is an image I'm sure we can all relate to. But one of the big mistakes I seem to make over the years is I have this weird mental kind of thing where I think, well, this phone is sitting here doing nothing. And if I sold it, I could get, let's say, $200 or whatever it is. For it, so it's sitting there. And I, I see it sitting there as a little pile of a little pile of cash, and why don't I sell it? Because that 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 money could be used for something else. And then it's a silly thing to do because a lot of the time, I mean, it's fine when when the phone is very kind of ancient and uh, has its problems, but when you get rid of a, a decent enough phone just because you think, oh, you know, the money might come in handy, or it's just silly for it sitting there when it's worth this amount of money. And then something like this comes around where I'm going on vacation. Sorry, holiday. It's the, it's, it's the American in me. Um, I suddenly think, well, I've left myself a little bit high and dry because, I mean, to, to be honest, hand on heart, I don't really want to take a Lumia 950 with me as a, as a backup phone. When recently I've had a V30. Uh, last year I had, you know, a couple of S8s and G6s floating around. Um it it I, I feel a little bit foolish leaving it so late and then realizing that my only decent backup is something which is almost defunct. Now, mm. the missus, she's absolutely fine. She's got her LG G5 from, you know, two, two years ago, I think. Ah, she's uh, got replaceable batteries in there. She's, she? she's got her replaceable battery with the replaceable battery charger, all USB-C, and... Um, 
She's got herself a new micro SD card. She emptied out her internal memory. She's actually getting a little bit geeky. It's a bit scary. And uh, so she's she's ready to go. Now, of course, she's got her lovely Canon DSLR. So mm-hmm. even if I am in a situation where I'm standing in, the, in front of Sydney Opera House and the phone dies or, you know, it, it freezes or I drop it and it smashes or whatever, at least I can steal her pictures and pretend they're mine. Yeah, so that's that, that's the plan. Now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a quick question for you then: If you have your S9 Plus in airplane mode and you take a lot of pictures, will it still record all the metadata? Will you still get all your location data and all that kind of thing in there? It's a really good question. That actually came up with uh, Steve Litchfield and a couple of others on on Twitter over the weekend. Um, I assumed if in airplane mode everything was killed, the only thing that worked was you know the the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. Not so. So what I did was I put it in airplane mode and um, I took a picture of uh, this little plant we have in our kitchen, put it back onto, to, took airplane mode off and uploaded the picture to so Steve could see it. And then when I went into the photo and went into the information of the photo, actually at first what I did was um, in airplane mode, I looked at the photo and it did have the longitude and latitude recorded. There was no map. It was like a blank Ooh. map with a pin with longitude and latitude underneath. Obviously, that's like a million numbers. doesn't really mean much. But then when I put it back off of uh, airplane mode, back on normal, um, it came up with my street address and the map and everything. So, And then Steve yeah. actually had said, well, it's not, it's not a transmitter. When you go into airplane mode, all the transmitters get turned off. Your, your, your Bluetooth, your Wi-Fi, your, your network data. But because GPS isn't a transmitter, it's more of a receiver and it's very passive, it's, it stays on, which is great because it means that I can put my um, phone in airplane mode and snap away. And then, um, like you say, it does record the metadata enough for it to, to know exactly where it would be on, on a map. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's what you need, really. Um, that's that's um, You can... You can sort of create a good map of where you've been and everything else like that. There's services out there that can, if you throw enough information at it with regards to your photos and things, it can create quite a nice journal for you, you know, of your holiday and whatnot. So Yeah, and does um, does Google do a thing where you can, in, in Google Photos perhaps, where you can say, create me like a photo map based on the GPS information on, on these particular photos. Do you know if you can do that? I think they do that, but they sell it to their advertisers rather than showing it to you. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just being facetious. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I would imagine so. They do do a lot of things that uh, that's like that. You can see where you've been and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether they create a map as such. I'm not sure. Someone will definitely be able to tell us. Um, I want one of, the, like I want one of those Indiana Jones maps. You know when he flies from A to B uh, and, and it's like a red With a red the little line. red thing. Yeah, yeah I want, I want one of those. You need. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, that would be good. So, um, Rich, what is on your mind, sir? What is that one well, thing that you're, that you're itching to tell us all? <laughs> well, I'm not itching to tell you, that's for sure. Um, okay. So, we were talking last time about iPhones and things like that. So, um, fortuitously, EE called me up because we're, um, we're on a business arrangement with EE. And because it's coming time for the new ones, the new iPhones coming out, they're trying to throw iPhones at everybody that they can, basically, whilst they can still do it at full price. Um, 
so they said we'll send you one we'll send you one just try it and, and if you like it keep it and we'll set it up and everything else so i said okay so they sent one and i'd been using it for a few days on and off um first i used it with a different sim card in then i put my own sim card in and used it you know properly in earnest if you will um and it was it was interesting it was great you know it's, it's a it's a nice hardware um but ultimately i think um it's gonna it's gonna go back to them oh really um, yeah i think so there's too many there's too many things that i've become accustomed to i'm not going to say there's too many things that i miss or too many things that are better on the pixel or anything else i'm just going to say there's a couple of things that i've become accustomed to that i that i like and you know some of these i'm sure there's workarounds for the iphone i'm sure there's things that i've not been using the iphone properly but I'm, I'm a reasonably good ios user i know exactly what it's capable of and i used it for years and years and years so you know my workflow hasn't gone anywhere i still know exactly how to get around and excuse me how to get the most out of it but it was things like you know the camera was difficult to give up with the pixel and i'm, I'm not one for carrying two phones so the obviously you know people are going to be saying why don't you just keep your pixel and use that for photos and whatever but i'm not one for carrying two phones about um it's i'm a one phone guy um so you know the camera was one the free storage that you get with the pixel at full resolution is also pretty useful you know, it is um the assistant i'm using more and more now and when I was, I've got used to speaking to it quite naturally. I'll use it for a lot of things, especially when I'm in the car, especially when I'm walking around. Um, I'll add, you know, things to calendar and get it to remind me about things when I'm in certain locations and all that kind of thing. And you really can just chatter away to it quite naturally. It works well. But when I tried that with Siri, it was it was able to do it occasionally, but not not consistently enough um, for for what I'm become used to. Um, it does do it for sure, but that, you have to formulate your sentence in quite a specific way i found um i'm also fairly into cloned apps now and what i mean by that is i have obviously a personal instagram um, account but i also have a work one as well and so that i don't have to keep signing out one into the other and i know you can add them in and all that kind of thing but it gets quite um cumbersome where you have to go to the account page and use the drop down and, and pick the other one and then go into that so with the cloned apps you can basically just install another version of it and you change the color of the icon or you mirror image it or something so you can tell it the difference from the other one um from the original and and you can use it standalone basically so i have that going with uh with instagram with facebook with facebook uh messenger so i've got two lots of that um i just i just find it pretty convenient really um it works well for me to keep it you know to be able to keep it separate um the updates on, on android now i know this is something that it's only it's kind of only for pixel users i guess um the classic example is you know android's really fragmented and it doesn't get updated often but to be fair my pixel gets updated every month and between times all its core apps are updated as well so the likes of gmail and calendar and all that kind of thing they're regularly updated which for ios they have to do a full system update in order for that to take place oh i didn't um, know that if you well, if you if they want to make changes to the keyboard or or improvements to the keyboard or their core apps, then it has to be done via a, a full system update. Uh, as in, you know, they, they had a problem at the end of last year with what was it? Was it auto capitalizing something? There, there was an issue with the keyboard anyway. Oh, it was wasn't it the one. um the capital I? Yeah, it could be that something like that. But they had to do a yeah they had to do a full system um, update for it just to just to fix it which is fine you know it's certainly not a criticism of, of apple at all you know they're, they're very timely with stuff like that they'll jump on stuff and fix it really quick right um but you know for me i get that 
regularly you know every every month or several times a month all these core apps are updated so that's nice i use widgets a little bit but i'm you know I, I don't go crazy with them but it is nice to swipe across and see a full um you know a full page of my calendar and see what's yeah. going on and yeah. to scroll through it and everything else I, I do appreciate that and you've got little things like fast charging and i prefer the keyboard now that's just muscle memory that's not to say that you know the gboard is better than the ios keyboard because that's purely down to the user um but there, there are things such as on on the gboard they've got the full stop and the comma on the main keyboard you don't have to go into a secondary you know you don't have to hit a, a function key to, to bring that kind of thing up if i hold down the um the um the full stop or the period in your language and um <laughs> the what the what buddy um, if i the full if I hold stop it down, why is he called a full, full stop, stop you see that's right a full stop buddy okay anyway, buddy if I hold that down, then I get things like the question mark, exclamation mark, and all these other things pop up as well, and I just slide up and select them. I kind of got used to that, and it's, it's, it's faster for me. Um, and, of course, I have a Pixel book, and the, the Pixel works great with the Pixel book, as you would expect. It does all those little things that the MacBook does with the, um, with the iPhone. So, for example, I can set up um, tethering quite easily. It recognizes the phone. The phone will unlock the... Um, the laptop as well so it's just nice you know the, the hardware the pixelbook hardware is absolutely awesome it's touch screen three by two aspect ratio which i love and the keyboard's great um, it's a nice modern fresh looking design and and it's got all the android apps i'll tell you one thing that i have done um since we last spoke what i have done is i have a g suite account and i have a personal gmail account and i feel that a lot of the time the g suite account is hobbled a little bit we're always second to get everything all the new features they come out on the on the domestic one first and then the g suite app afterwards even though if, you pay for at it. all even though you pay for it yeah it, wow. sometimes it's, it's not even a case of coming out late it doesn't come out at all some of the assistant features for example are, are a bit muted on the on the g suite version so what i did was i thought what am i really going to be missing because i can what i've done with the pixel book is i've signed in I've, I've the main account is my personal account and then when i open the browser i just open the my work email in that browser um so what i've done is i've done a google takeout because you can do something called a google takeout if you ever you you spit your dummy out at google or if you want to move you know migrate your, your content away you go to google takeout you can select anything that you want whether it be contacts images data passwords all these different things you tick the boxes to tell it what you want to take out and then it'll send you within a few hours you'll get a, a zipped file with everything on so i said okay. right i want all my photos out of there so dutifully they they sent me um the, the google takeout email came through with everything in there all zipped up nicely so what i did was i got one of the old mac minis that we've got at work fired it up downloaded everything from that um from that that takeout email that i got and then I downloaded um, Google Backup and Sync, signed in with the personal um, Gmail account, and just said, right, look in the downloads folder for all images and upload them to to, um, to Google Photos. And it took a couple of days. It was intensely irritating because my phone was beeping wow, yeah. like mad, saying, I've huh. just made this collage for you. I've just made this, this create, you know, it was Google Photos saying that it had created all these different things for me. It was doing it absolutely, it was going absolutely mad with it. Um, but all my photos have now been dumped into that personal account. A lot of them will be duplicated because <laughs> I was using the personal account for a few years, but I've got right. absolutely everything. And, and on that note, if anyone knows of a good way to, to um, identify and remove duplicate photos from a Gmail account, I'll be uh, from a sorry a Google Photos account, 
I'll be very uh, happy to hear from you um, because that's uh, that's going to be a problem in a little while, I think. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy at the moment. I've got so so now I've I've done that with the Pixel Book. I've also done that with the Pixel as well. So I wiped the Pixel clean, started it up again with the personal Gmail account, and added in the other you know the work Gmail addresses, you know the the, the G Suite addresses. Into so the personal account um, is the main account. That's the main account now, yeah. Right. And so right. now it's now learning more about me as it goes. It's learning where, where I work, where I, where my home is, where I, you know where I stop off, all that kind of thing. And there is quite a bit more information that I'm being served now as a result of it being a, a personal account versus a G Suite account. So as time goes on, I may even go to the um, extreme of just using the personal Gmail account, but getting the G Suite emails to come to it. If you know right. I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. you can do that. You can manage other accounts through your through your personal Gmail account. And you know, it's it's did a, a lot of head scratching at first because you know there was a case of well, do I have to download everything and then do I have to re-upload it? And it kind of came to me, you know, all at once. Really, I just thought, what if I just set it up and just set it going over the weekend and just have it, you know, looking in this folder for every single photo that I've taken on my G Suite. And just have <laughs> I don't know why. I just that. imagined you in bed, almost asleep, and then going. <gasps> I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually shouted Eureka. <laughs> Brilliant. No, but it's one of those things where um, you know it did. It came to me, but I was listening to a podcast recently, a Joe Rogan podcast, and it had a sleep expert on, and they were saying that is actually a thing. You know, when people say I'll sleep on it, when when you sleep on a problem, apparently your brain is is you know trying to figure out the problems whilst you're asleep. So hey, do you know what? It's 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 amazing that you say that because at this uh, at this conference I was at last week, which was for you know for teachers, um, they we had an expert come in to talk to us about how to deal with kids when they're having a, a tantrum and having when they're in a fit, and even when you get angry and you're having a tantrum and you're having a fit, that apparently cattle prod, cattle prods, yeah. I mean, I'd bring them back. What? Why did we ever get rid of them? I'm, I'm joking, of course. Um, no, there's scientific evidence and um, proper data that twen- there are 22 minutes, which could be 20 minutes, could be 24 minutes, but the average is 22 minutes for the brain and all of its little areas of the brain to calm down again. So if you if you are having a, a fit at home because you know uh, something happened at home it drove you crazy or if you've got a toddler and the toddler's having one of his absolute tantrums and you can't do anything to calm him or her down that you have to you have to accept that there's 22 minutes and even if it's a mild thing like a really annoying email that just gets your your heart rate going or you know the hackles on the back of your head or back of your neck kind of stand up and you think you know I really I, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this and you and you really get kind of annoyed by it then 22 minutes is what you need. And I think the, the phrase to, to sleep on it is just an extension of that because really when when you are having a, a real issue with something and then you you do take time away from it and then come back to it, you come back to it with fresh eyes and most of the time you can kind of say, oh yeah, it's that. So all, all those all those days I was like screaming at my Symbian phones and wanting to smash them against the wall. What I should have done is just gone for a walk for 22 minutes and then come back and thought, oh yeah, it's great. Even though it's still yeah, terrible, I've ser- I've certainly seen that in action. Definitely, when people ring up at work and they're absolutely screaming about something, right? If you just meet them with, yeah, don't worry about it. That's fine. We'll, we 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 definitely want to help you out, and we'll get this sorted out. Don't worry about it at all. And they're still screaming a little bit, but their volume's going down. And then yeah. they come off the phone. You sort out the problem, and then they ring back in ten minutes. 
or half an hour or something. I'm really sorry I shouted at you. I'm just having a bad day. Always, always, they always ring back and say that, which is nice because, yeah. you know, obviously those calls do take their toll on staff and things like that when they're getting screamed at all the time. And it is nice when people take the time to come back and say, you know, sorry, I didn't mean it's not you that I was shouting at and all that kind of thing. But Yeah, well, being I'm, really I'm, angry isn't your natural state, is it? Yeah. So when you are not. really angry at something, you need to kind of take a yeah. step back from it after after the fact and say, and maybe apologize, like you say, and say, listen, yeah. I lost, I lost me yeah. rag. Don't know why, but thanks for yeah. being cool, calm and collected about it. I am completely different when I'm in the car. If someone cuts me up, I'll scream and or I'll, I'll call them all the names <laughs> under the sun and gesticulate. Right. And if they put their hand up to say sorry, I'm always like, oh, all right, mate, no problem. Yeah, Bye exactly. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's all over in about a second. Yeah, yeah. just putting your hand up to acknowledge that, yeah, it just it does it for me. I'm right. Yeah, I'm okay. One minute, That's one fine. second, you could actually commit murder. And the next second, it's, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, I can totally <laughs> see why you did that. Whilst I'm... <laughs> Whilst I am looking at my notes here, I want to um, I want to mention a retraction to okay. something that I said last week or last time we recorded. I was talking about Sky and I was talking about movies and how once you leave Sky, you, you movies have gone with them. That's apparently not true. Mm. There's a couple of people got in touch with me. Main one of which was um, were they really Jim angry Tony when they Ball. did it? No, well, only for 22 minutes. Okay, good. Um, and so yeah, James Honeyball uh, messaged me and said that's not strictly speaking true because even if you haven't got a sky account you can well if you haven't got a sky subscription you can still have a sky account so if you still got a tablet or something like that you can log in and you can watch all your movies and everything else like that in perpetuity you can you can do it for as long as you want even if you don't have a sky uh, subscription so right that's me um, correcting myself from last week because I did say that you know once your Sky subscription was up, you you'd lost all your all your purchases. So that's not actually true. It's not actually true, and that's from uh, from a chap that works with them. So he, and, and there's various others as well that got in touch with me and let me know about that. So yeah, thanks. It's always great to know when you're wrong. Well, if you're going to do it, then I should do it because someone said to me. Um... And the thing is, when you're doing a podcast, you are kind of, your brain is always thinking ahead to the next thing. You're not really, uh, I guess you're not really focused on what it is you're saying at that point in time. So m- mistakes can be made. And you must have listened to podcasts where you just kind of cringe and go, what? That's not right. And you want to immediately get on the phone and say, you said this and it's wrong. But And they probably know that, but it's you've recorded it and it's kind of too late. Last week, yeah. uh, you were talking about um, WWDC and the Apple conference. Hang on a minute. Are you telling me about something else that I've done wrong? Or are you admitting to something that you've done wrong? Rich, I would never point the finger, especially at you. <laughs> it's something I is said. This when you sa- is this when you said WDDWWC? Uh, yeah. I can't. I can't quite remember all the letters that I used, but they were they were all yeah. wrong. I was like, "Oh yes, the the important Apple conference, DWCDCW, which yeah. happens every year, and everyone watches it on their inter- interwebs." Yeah. yeah. So then you get well, actually. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah. Um, Did you know that the letters that you should have used were these? And I said, "Yes, I'm fully aware of that. Thank you for pointing that out, Mister Alphabet." Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah. My well, bad, we, we, as we say. Uh, yeah, well, we're poking fun, but it was always nice to be corrected because I always prefer to be, you know, I can be right the second time then, can't I? So, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to be corrected. I'm always happy to have my opinion changed and my mind changed as well. Um, and your just, one is a good one. Human nature, isn't it? Yeah. Your one is a good one because it's an important 
um, fact to know about the uh, the movies on, on and Sky. And yeah, yours was just utter stupidity. Mine was just, mine mine was was just daft it. stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell yeah. I'm a big Apple person, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, this is where we're getting to now, aren't we? We're getting to the nub of it, which is I have tried it. I have tried. I've I've had an iPhone. I've tried it again. I really liked the device. I, I thought the screen was beautiful. I thought that that there is this X factor of using an Apple product, especially an iOS product. There is something special about it. I will not deny it at all. Um, and there's something about. Someone once said to me something about you know if you want to create you know beautiful things and whatnot, you should surround yourself with beautiful things. You know to draw inspiration and things like that and then the iphone is certainly a gorgeous piece of hardware um and that's you know that's one of the reasons why I, I was quite torn really when it came to should i hand it back or should i not um and but you young man have done a lot Hi. of talking about ios but those uh, those words have not translated into footsteps yet no it's all talk no trousers yes. um now for me being in a situation where I've got a fairly decent phone at the moment. Oh, the, here we go. Here we go. Uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to be tempted yeah. by other fruit when you're eating very good fruit. And the thing is with the iPhone X, um, I'm not going to go into everything that I, I want on it that's not there because that's, that's basically not the way you should look at it. But you're going um, around in circles, though, Andy. You're talking about the iPhone X now, where originally you were talking about picking up a cheap 6S yes. and trying it. And now you've got yourself into, well, you know, I've got to spend a grand if I'm going to try it out. And I'm not so sure that's true. I don't know. But uh, I can see where you're coming from. You, you're going you're gonna to put this off until September, aren't you? That's what you're going to do. You're going to give yourself some breathing space, aren't you? I'm going to, well, if somebody, if somebody handed me a 6S and said, here's a 6S, give it a go, um... I'd give it a go, but I wouldn't be serious about it. And so I don't... exactly the same about a Tesla as well, mate. If someone handed me a Tesla and said, give it a go, <laughs> I probably would. What's your point? <laughs> it's, a, it's a great question, because I, I really don't know. I think I've got myself into this weird thing of, like you say, you've got to spend a grand or it's no good. S9 Plus, you know, probably the best Android. Maybe the Pixel 2 XL maybe the best Android, but it's, it's definitely up there. And I've got myself in this little kind of weird rut now where if I was going to try an iPhone, I'd want to try the best iPhone. And even though yeah. the iPhone ten is the best at the moment, there, there are better ones coming in two months' time. And if I get one and I hate it, I can take it back and not harm anyone. Uh, it's, you know, it would be totally within reason to kind of have tried something out really for the first time properly and uh, and to return it. But there is, there is you know, a huge temptation as well. You know, looking through eBay... And looking at some iPhone SEs and some some six S's and stuff, the prices are are very attractive. Um, and I, again, the way my brain works, I think of a six S, and I can't help but immediately compare it to an S nine plus. Like, which one? Why would I use a six S if I have an S nine plus? Even though mm. it's a completely different OS, it's a different beast altogether. It's I know it's not going to be something I'm going to keep. So it's almost like why go through the fuss of getting it if you know you're going to not not going to keep it and you're going to sell it on eventually in you know a few weeks time or whatever. And I'm also quite interested in what iOS 12 is going to bring and I I'd, I'd like to try that on a device which isn't many years old and one that is bang up to date. And 
I then get into this weird thing of, well, you know, the 6S has a headphone jack, which is something I, I still use and still find quite useful. And anything from a 10 onwards isn't going to have that. Um, so that kind of bothers me a little bit as well, especially with having an, an S9 with, that has that and it has an always on display and it doesn't have a notch. It's Ooh, always on display. Always on. Oh, I do like my always on display. It's so handy like to them. have. Yeah, I like it. I do like it. You know, especially when you're in. I think an always on display. Just kind of going off track for a second. When you're having a chat with somebody. So I was in the pub yesterday with the missus. We were watching the um, Croatia and Denmark game, which was very exciting towards the end. And we're talking about plans for Australia. You know, you know what she's planning to book and all this kind of stuff. And very cheekily, I had been uh, messaging you guys as well in our little uh, back room on Telegram. And so when she was talking to me about, you know, booking certain things, all I had to do was literally glance down to see whether the Telegram icon had appeared on the screen. And if it hadn't, I'd give her my full full eye contact and nodding head and yeah that sounds brilliant oh we should we should definitely do that oh kayaking yeah 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 we should try that and then i would oh. glance down again and see the telegram icon and i you are <laughs> really such have... a bad husband i'm terrible i'm terrible you're so even, i would you're just just a bad human i am so that's if you know nothing if there's not a little icon on my <laughs> screen then i can guarantee you my full and <laughs> attention <laughs> it's, it's really bad if it was a gmail icon i think oh, it could be anything it could be you know spam mail oh whatever but the telegram icon or maybe a text message icon it's probably quite important or interesting to to see so you know i wait wait for her to like, kind of think about things and, and take a sip of beer or whatever and then i'd just quickly have a look and oh yeah <laughs> but without yeah. that you know you have that luxury of just a, a blank screen and you'd never know unless you saw it light up you know, you'd never, you'd never really know. So an always-on display is is great for when you want to, uh, you know, check things out on the go. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I like it. I like it. I don't think it uses much battery either. You know, especially on an AMOLED screen. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I do like it. But going back to this, uh, this iPhone thing. I, you know, fair enough. I'll give you a little pass if you think that uh, you're going to wait until September. Um, as as people say every single year, I'm not sure what it is that they're going to improve. Because, obviously, they're going to make a bigger one, one that looks like the 10, but a bit bigger. Um, they'll probably keep the 10 size. And then the, there's talk of them doing one that's bigger, but with an LCD screen and, and all that kind of thing. I, I don't know exactly. No one knows exactly, do they? It's Apple. Well, there's, um, all, there's but, always somebody that that uh, that will say, you know, I want one the size of an oven tray, and they want the biggest yeah. one possible. Yeah, well, that's fine, isn't it? Whatever they like, whatever gets yeah. them going in the morning. But um, yeah, I, I think um, there'll be some interesting ones for sure. But I don't know which one. It's getting quite difficult to choose now. I don't think I'd want a, a, a big phone. I'm, I think I'm stuck to the smaller ones now. I much prefer them. So you have a, a Pixel Two, not an XL. That's right. I've had an XL. Uh huh. I have had an XL, and I liked it. It was a great. But phone. you now prefer the non-XL. Yeah, totally. Um, right. I can use it with one hand. It's easier. It's just I haven't got massive hands to be honest. Um, so you know, it's easier for me to just use. Really, I'm not bothered about the bezels. I don't care about bezels really. Um, the the mock-ups that I'm seeing of the Pixel Three, they seem great. They seem just exactly what I want. Um, the screen's a little bit taller. It's a little bit more screen-to-body ratio, but there's still some bezels there, um, and I, I'm fine with that. 
you know, I'm, one camera but, as well. I saw. Well, yeah, I don't think there's any. So well, well, LG so this, are about to release the V40 with five cameras. This one's only going to come. Well, to be fair, they say five cameras like it's going to look like a, a, a spider's face, but really it just means it's going to be like the P20 Pro with three at the back and two on the front. Uh, that's a bit naughty. The um, the Pixel Three is rumored to have two cameras on the front. They're saying that one of them will be for unlocking the screen and right. whatever. I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm interested for it, but. I, I think I've reached the same conclusion that a lot of people have done now, is that when it comes out, there won't be much difference to what I've got now. There'll be a few bit different differences here and there. If it's got wireless charging, I'd be quite happy with that as a little yeah. I think you know, it as a little upgrade. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if it did. But you know, I'm pretty satisfied with what I've got now, especially married to the Pixelbook as well, because the Pixelbook can do Android apps. Which is another reason why I wanted to do the, the personal Gmail thing because whilst you can get all Android apps on a G Suite account, for the life of me I couldn't figure it out. I could not figure it out. I've been through every tutorial that you can that you can find and all it'll let me download are all the core Google apps, so Gmail, um, Google Keep, Google Photos, Google but nothing else. Um that's when I when I log in as um as, as a G Suite. But yeah, I can I can get all the Google apps you know, all the Android apps now on it. Um, and the screen is that fantastic that I take photos. They're pretty much immediately on on the laptop because it's touch screen. You can just you know you can edit them to your heart's content. You can yeah. open all these different programs and everything in the browser that will help you to edit them and all that kind of thing. It's great. Um, you know, so I don't know. I'd, I'd certainly um, I'd certainly give it strong consideration of Pixel Three, but I don't feel lacking i don't i'm not sitting here thinking god if only this had this or it only had that yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not that kind of person if if you started if i started watching a film on a huge you know 70 inch tv and then i went to bed or whatever and i had a smaller tv in the in the bedroom and i carried on watching the film i wouldn't be you wouldn't jar me at all i just get into the content i just get in that's all i do it's just a window into the content and i'm just absorbed by by what I'm looking at, I'm not really bothered about the frame. You know, I'm not bothered about you know as long as I can read it, it's legible, and everything that I want is on the screen at the at the right time. Then I don't really care to be honest. Um, right. So I'm fairly easy to please from that point of view. Um, but this little Pixel's been this Pixel Two has been really solid. It's been great, um, and I think that's something that you overlook sometimes: reliability. When you're not, you yeah. Know, when, you're used to something that's a bit buggy or fails you now and again and what and then you move to something that is 100 percent reliable which this has been for me and it's on beta software as well um, right you can take that for granted really quickly well um two things one um the v30 was for me the almost the perfect phone except the screen really let me down with its inconsistent brightness and the line i had gray lines on it um and that kind of that that put me off a little bit, and I don't know why I mentioned that. But the other thing was, um, oh, I think re- reliability. You know, it was extremely reliable, so I was I was able to kind of overlook the the screen issue for a little while because it was absolutely just spot on for reliability. Um, but the other point I wanted to make was going back to my iPhone iOS kind of floundering and not not sure what to do. I just remembered it's 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 your fault. Ah, yeah. Sorry about that. Because if why, but you I, see, I was... last the last time we spoke, 
I, I thought we were kind of holding hands, walking through the park, talking about iOS and how amazing it was. And it was almost like you were cajoling me in, into, uh, into trying it. And I thought, yeah, you know, because he's holding my hand and we're having fun. And the sun's shining and the birds are tweeting. And then this week, you're telling me things like you can't find a comma on the keyboard. And that is setting off alarm bells in my head where I'm thinking, yeah, no don't want to try it now because if, if rich is if rich has gone off it i don't want to try it now no i'm shaking my head violently here behind this, uh, <laughs> behind this microphone. this is not what's happened at all it's you that's been you that's been dragging me through the park promising that it's only the tip and that it'll be absolutely fine <laughs> and that it's going to be great um and you know i don't know how you can possibly say that it's me being cajoling you i think we were cajoling each other um you were driving but, the van, and you slid the door open, and there were puppies inside, and you were trying to cajole me to get into the van, and each yeah. puppy was an iPhone of various types, an, a, a 10, a 6S, an SE, and I, an, a red fair, one. To be fair, you were in the van before you saw the puppy. That's, <laughs> that's just your nature. Um, well, I saw a bag of wine gums open on the passenger seat. And I, hard yeah, wine well, gums are the best. I think... Um, I think I think you'd like it, and I I know what you're saying about wanting to try it on the best hardware, but that's not really what iOS is all about. I don't think the the screens yeah. on the six plus, uh, the six S plus, and the seven plus, and, and even the the regular size phones, they're excellent. They're really good, um, you know. And, and even though they're LCDs, and a lot of people say that LCDs aren't as good as AMOLEDs, that's you know the jury's out on that for whatever reason. Um, yeah, they are fantastic screens. My wife has just upgraded her iPhone 7 to a Project Red iPhone 8 Plus. And they're very is, nice. They're very nice to look at, aren't they? Yeah, lovely to look at. But from someone that didn't really care about phones at all, she's now taking loads and loads of photographs because she loves portrait mode. She's uh-huh. using it a lot more. The battery's obviously much, much better. The I've set up a Qi map for her so that she just needs to put her phone down and it starts charging. She's delighted with the whole thing. I mean, she won't tell you that because she's not a phone person, but I, I know that she's um, she's really happy with it. Um, and she, she leaves it in the car armrest and, and while she's driving, and it, there's a Qi charger in the car armrest as well built in, so happy days. Um, she's always got a charge. She's got a big screen there. And when I look at it, I just think that's got to be the most, you know, it's such a shame in a lot of ways that the iPhone 8 Plus will be getting overlooked this year because the new hotness is the 10. Um yeah. But the eight plus is the it's the workhorse, it's the daddy for sure. Um, you know, it might not be as pretty, but if you were to if you were a proper user, you know, a heavy, heavy user of iOS, then that's the boy to go for, in my opinion. You know, it's got the battery life, it's got the cameras that the X has got and everything else, but I just think it's it's like a jackhammer. It's brilliant. It's really, really good. And of course in the red it's even more beautiful because it's not just red, is it? It's this particular you know shade of red that Johnny Ive has been dreaming up. And, and everything else, and he, he was left in a white room for three days whilst he thought about his shade of red. Um, and yeah, he's, it's a beautiful thing. It's gorgeous. It's just, it's really nice. Um, so when we when yeah. we boil it down, what is it about when we boil it down for for you taking the? If I took your Pixel two away from you mm-hmm. and said, "Look, here's an iPhone eight plus. You're not allowed to use a Pixel two anymore." Apart from the things you've already mentioned. <clears throat> what is it about iOS that would actually make you think, you know what? Okay, fine. I, I can I do this. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like that. If you if you took my Pixel away and gave me an iPhone 10, 
what you would also have to do is you'd have, what you'd have to do is you'd have to take my Pixel 2 away and my Pixel Book and replace them with an iPhone 10 and a MacBook or a MacBook Pro cheapy whatever. So um, what what this boils then, down to is the fact I'd that you involved. you need two devices in the same family. Ideally, but right. not, you know it's not it's not a game changer at all. But I like to be in a system and and be stuck in it. I, you know, if you said to me, right, that's it. They're not make the Pixel Three was just a rumor. They're not making it anymore or anything else like that. Google have finished with hardware. They're not doing it. I probably just pick up an iPhone and sell a Pixel Book and get a MacBook Pro and just be happy. I'd be happy with that. Right, that'd be fine. You know, I'd I'd learn to live with the the things that that I'd miss. You just learn to live with it, don't you? There's certainly you know, no one out there is saying that the iOS keyboard is cumbersome or difficult to use or slow or anything like that. No one's saying that. It's, it's a fantastic keyboard. It was a benchmark for years and years. Still is to yeah. many people. Um, but for me, there's just lots of little foibles that I've picked up that I really enjoy. And the time savers, that's the thing. It's about efficiency for me. Because I use the phone all day. I think a lot of people out there who are enthusiasts of phones, I think they're in a desk drawer most of the day. Which is fine, you know. I'm not taking anything away from that, but mine's used all day. It's lent on heavily, right. um, and that's why you know, quick charging and the um, the cloned apps and things like that—they come in really, really handy. And it just costs the overall reliability as well. Um, but if you were to swap both bits of hardware for both their iOS equivalents, then I'd, you know, I'd be fine. I would, I really would be fine. Yeah. This is such a first world issue. This is such a spoilt brat type. It is argument. Yeah. It really is. It's like you know, there are people out there that are, I mean, let's let's talk about the end result as well. Um, if you're creating content, or if you're running a business, or if you 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 know you want a Twitter presence or whatever it is, there are people out there that are doing a far better job with much older and less capable equipment. A lot of it's about creativity and things. I haven't got yeah. any of that at all. Um, no, I heard I heard but, you have none. Yes, none at all. Well, less than none, if that's possible. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, but I know what I like. I know what I like as a Yorkshireman, and I like this. You know what you like, and it's whippets. Uh, it's flat caps and whippets, lad. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, this is what I prefer, but there's nothing much in it, to be honest. And when it boiled have down you, to it, I thought... Have you... And I'm only saying this because, especially when you listen to Tech Talk UK over the years, if Kev had a question about uh, his iPhone and said, I can't seem to get this to, to do this. Nick would always come in with, ah, well, what you have to do is this, this, mm -hmm. and this. And then Kev would say, oh, yeah. So when it comes to what you... And obviously between... And I'm guessing, but I'm assuming that between your iPhone ten and your Pixel 2, it is very, very close as to which one you prefer. Personally, right? yeah. Most people would say that that was insane. Because right. Of, you know, I've got 400 quid in this Pixel 2, and an iPhone ten is... Well, second hand, 750, quid, so nearly twice. Yeah, it really holds its value, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. But if there's anything in... When you were using the iPhone ten and you were just kind of thinking, oh, if only I could do that, did you... I think what I'm trying to say is, um, did you ask anyone, listen, I usually do this on the Pixel 2, can't seem to do it on the iPhone, is there a way of doing it? Well, for some things, that's definitely possible. I can have Google Photos on... Um, on an iOS device that can feed down into my Pixel Book. Um, the camera's good. Storage, not really a problem these days. Of course, you can use Google Photos, as I said. You can even use Google Assistant to a degree because there's a Google app on there. Um, but by and large, 
there are things that you can't you just can't do i mean the assistant that i use here by squeezing the side of the phone it's on straight away there's no messing around and, and siri's not siri's okay but it's, it's not comparable in my opinion. right um it does a reasonable job but it's not it's not anywhere near as good and i'm not sure it can be either it's kind of an unfair fight really because google has so much more data on you that apple don't want to collect and, and that's right. their USP. That's their thing. They don't want to collect personal data on you. Um, Would you say if, Siri is 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 more like a Bixby, where it's a very kind of phone based yeah, for various absolutely. tasks? Absolutely. And, and Google Assistant is much more. Let's connect to the internet and find out. Mm, kind of. It used to be. Or well, we already way. know this about you, so therefore. Yeah, I think it used to be that way, certainly. Um, but I think. A lot of the time, you know, if you want Siri to do something for you on your phone, if it understands what you said, then it's pretty good at doing it. Um, but if you ask it anything outside of that realm, then it tends to push you off to a, a website or Wolf right. Alpha or something like that. Um, right. Whereas the Google Assistant will have a crack at everything. It'll have a go at whatever's on your phone. It knows what's installed on your phone. So if you ask it to play something from Spotify, it will do that. Um, it will it'll do most things. It's pretty good. Um, but, you know, the thing, the thing that would... That I think will get under your skin is the that thing that you cannot quite put into words, which is using an iOS device and how it feels to use. Really sounds very hippified and everything else for me to say that, but it's true. There's something magical about it. Um, whether it's the fact that the pixels look like they're right under your fingertips or or what it is, I don't know. But there is something special about it and how it works. Um, for me, I found a lot of the animations were quite irritating at the start, but I didn't want to judge it on that because I know that when you set up a new iPhone, it can take a day or so to settle down because it yeah. has to do everything on device. So it's indexing all your photos on device and it's bringing everything down to the device. Um, so it does cludge up and it does cause stuttering and things like that in the first few days. So I let it get past all that. Um, but, but still, you know, when you go to open it, you know, you have to look at it, then you have to swipe up, and then you get your home screen. Well, after the animation of the um, of the, the the apps flying onto the home screen come in, and then you can start using it. And you know, that's it's nice and pretty and everything, but I don't want it to do it every time. I want it to be doing it quicker. And of course, on on Android, you can you can go into developer op developer options, and you can reduce the the um, the animation times for everything to make it feel faster and that's what i'd yeah. love to do with, with an ios device is just make it a little bit quicker um but it's about control on their part they're very clever that animation looks impressive but also it gives the cpu and ram just that little bit more time to deliver whatever yeah, it is to do what it needs you know. to do in the background yeah, yeah absolutely so i get back from australia at the beginning of august and what i'm gonna do wow that sounds terrible that's like uh Mick Dundee, if he was extremely ill, um, yeah. what I'm going to do, <laughs> what I'm going to do is get back from Australia in August. And if my brain is in the right place for this, I'm going to just do it. I'm just going to go and get an iPhone something, probably 6S, because it's the last one with a headphone jack and it's not a tiny weenie SE, which was made for children. But you get you and, get four weeks, don't you, in America? Do you not get four weeks to return an iPhone if you buy one from the store? So what you're saying is I should go into this fully expecting to take it back to the store. No. As opposed to buying one off no. eBay, using it for a little while and thinking, yeah, not for me, and selling it on. Yeah, but why would you think it wasn't for you? Because you'd be thinking, well, it's nice and everything, but it's not very, it's not as fast and the screen's not as good. Whereas you're going to get... Because you're talking about replacing your 
your main phone. Whether you're For talking a stint. About, yeah. You're talking just to a, see you would always just to be, really kind of experience iOS in a way that isn't I don't know. I, I've no issue with people buying things to try them out. If they genuinely want to try them out, just don't do it again and again. Thing, but um, you know, if you, you get four weeks there, don't you? So you would be genuinely trying out to see whether it worked for you. Um, and if it didn't work, you'd, you'd have given it a good crack on the on the hardware that you would use if you went to buy one. It's right. a fair. It's it's a fair evaluation, I think. You know, there's uh, a little bit. There's a tiny weeny little bit about this whole plan. That I'm a tiny bit scared of. Yeah, I know what you're scared of. You're scared of liking it, aren't you? Yeah. What yeah. if? What if I got an iPhone 10 at the beginning of August, and a couple of weeks later, I really, really liked it. But what's the what's bad about that? Nothing. <laughs> nothing bad. But I mean, I have to eat the world's largest slice of humble pie after everything I've said. You? Why would you? Though? Because. Why? Over the years, I've you know I've slagged it off enough because it didn't have this or it didn't do that, and Windows Phone did or Symbian did or, or Android did, and it's it's I definitely you got into some that. silly scraps from in no. in years past. You don't get that seriously. You don't get that with this is going to sound this is a real blanket comment. Is this? This is real generalization. But what I tend to find is. Android enthusiasts are very, very into their devices and into what it can do and the specs and all that kind of thing. Apple fans are not. They're, they're really positive about what they've got and they don't care what anybody else has got. You know, If you haven't got an iPhone, then whatever. I don't, I don't know what any of the other Android stuff does. They're, just, they're quite positive about their own platform. So you would just be welcomed and that would be that. I don't think there'd be any humble pie to eat at all. I think it'd just okay. be a case of, oh, yeah, you've got one as well. I don't think there'd be, there'd be much aggro at all. You don't think the the guy in in the shop would uh, look at me and just kind of go, "Really? You want to buy this? Hey, John, look who's here!" <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think, well, you see, this is the thing. I think you'd like it. I really do. Um... What I have learned. This is a serious comment. What what I have learned over the last, I'm going to say, two years is going from mid-range devices that are kind of good enough to to tasting the fruit of the absolute best that you can get and i'm talking about going back to the s7 edge the s8 the s9 plus devices that are way up there close to like iphone 10 territory in terms of quality build and, and price um i have actually become one of those people annoyingly that could never just be given, a, you know, a, a, a Galaxy A1, uh, whatever it's called, and just be happy yeah. with this kind of mid-range device. And like you say before, it's very first world. It's very privileged, and it's all, you know, we're in we're in a good position to be able to be able to do that, even though it's all money just sitting on a credit card for the next twenty five years. But um, I, I I don't want, you know, I, I look at the six S and I think. It's a device that I can get secondhand. I don't worry about it if I drop it. You know, it's, I'm not going to be serious about it, but I could still experience iOS in a way to really get a feel of what, what it can do. But you're yeah. right. I should just go all in because that's how I'm really going to get a sense of what it can right. do How about if I meet you halfway full? then? How about if I meet you halfway? Get a success to see whether you like the idea in principle. If you like the if you hate it, then fair enough. You know, experiment done. But if you're still curious, then get rid of the 6S, order a new one, see whether it's any different to you. For me, as I say, the hardware isn't 
you know, massively interesting. I, I really like the eight plus. I do like the the ten as well, but it's not massive. They've they've got their pros and cons, you know. Um, so that might be a way to go. Just try it out on a cheaper, you know, on a cheaper device, and then go for the expensive one if you decide to, you know, if it passes the litmus test. Um, or I could just go for it. Well, I don't know. It's up to you. If you're feeling like a baller, just go for it. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling good. Mm. Um, Mr. Fletcher, we are We're approaching one hour and ten minutes. So yes, people that are listening, if you've got this far, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> if you're still um, alive, yeah, yeah. If you're still alive, congrats, congratulations. Um, on a more serious note, if you can, um, just to reiterate what we talked about at the start of the uh, of the podcast, if you can see your way clear to maybe sending Ratcat Nick um, um, a few pounds, then that would certainly be very, very well received on his part, um, and it's for a very good cause. So what do you think, Andy? I think that Nick, Nick will appreciate anything, even if it's 50p, he doesn't care about the amount, it's just the thought that counts is, is a big one. Obviously, uh, the, the more money that he gets sent to him, it will be more helpful for him, that's an obvious point. Um, I think... For Nick, the the sort of the outpouring of love, whether it's through just connections or you know with donations as well, I think that that's really got to help him mentally in terms of dealing with it all. He probably does feel quite alone at some points, but knowing that there's a community that's really got his back mm. and uh, fighting this thing, it probably does his morale the world of good. So yeah, uh, yeah. Just because we don't hear his voice doesn't mean to say he's not you know he's not in our thoughts. So yeah, yeah. So I promise next time you hear a uh, Tech Box podcast, it won't have Andy and myself on it. Um, that is That's a solemn swear. Okay, I think we'll uh, wrap up there then, Andy. Um, that's everything covered, I think, that we had to cover this week. We'll definitely get some new topics to talk about next time because we're rambling about the same old nonsense. So we'll wrap up there, and I will, I'll speak yep. to you soon. Cheers, Andy. Have a good yep. holiday. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.